JD Talking Sports. It is Thursday, July 26, 2018. Let's get right to it, okay? Let's get right to it. Now, I'm watching Last Chance You. I watched episode one. I'm on episode two. And there's a kid out of Thompson. The kid out, he played at Texas Tech. Had a great first year, then got caught smoking weed, got kicked out. He's at his third JUCO with the co- Jones, the coach. His third JUCO with him, Garden City, uh, Compton, and now he's at uh, he's at ICC. What's it? What's it called? Uh, the, the one in the Midwest. And yeah, and he just got kicked out of practice. And he's talking back to the coach. And his mother took out fourteen thousand dollars in loans to pay to get transcripts to get him to the schools. And he's twenty two years old, so he's not a young kid anymore. And you see these kids, and then the Malik uh, Henry, the quarterback, was at FSU. He's comparing FSU to to uh, community college, and he's saying now practices aren't run, you know, efficient, whatever. But we, we don't, we haven't found out what really happened to him at Florida State, where he had a chance to be in the first starting true freshman at, for, playing for Jimbo Fisher. And he's like saying, you know, he, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, override the coach, but you know, and he is, he already knows his stuff, but the chips on their shoulders and just talking all the time, nonstop. And when, yeah, when, when the players think they know more than the coaches, you've got problems. Even if you have to show some respect for the coach, because even if it doesn't work out, I mean, listen, this thing's on television. Any coach looking at him is like, I mean, somebody's a talent will always get you jobs, but God coaches are going to be like, listen, he's uncoachable. Listen, if he's not going to listen to coach, he thinks he knows everything. And if he's going to go on the field and go, you know, uh, go rogue, I mean, first of all, college coaches, high money, high pressure, pros even more. Everybody's p- playing for their paychecks. You know, you're taking, you know, it's a different, it's a different every level. And just watching this and seeing these kids, this kid, 22-year-old being given all these shots, his mom takes out all these loans, and he's kind of half-assed, and he shows up late to practice. I mean, that's all you have to do, dude. Get up early, and these kids, 5 o'clock in the morning, dogging it in practice. It's kind of scary. You know, I guess because I was never really a, a very good athlete, but seeing that stuff, and I'm like, holy shit, man! It's a different world. I mean, you know, I guess you know if you're if you're told you're great all along, you're gonna have adversity come along. How do you handle the adversity? Now, I, when I made my film and it didn't go anywhere, I went into a deep funk for a while. I kind I shut down. I didn't handle it well at all, and I was in my mid 30s, so I could see us all. But then you have to kind of get back up off your feet, and sometimes you have to like wake up and wake up. It takes a while to wake up, and it took me a long time to wake up. I mean, I, I, you know, I remember grad school. I said, you know, hey, after three years, we're going to have that day where we have the agent. So I'm going to get an agent and everything's going to take care of And that didn't happen. I didn't get anything. So that was another, you know. And then I made the movie. I said, okay, you know what? We're going to get into a festival. Didn't get any festivals. So it's constantly getting rejection. And you just have to freaking, you know, keep going. And I look at these kids. I almost want to fly out there. You know, the season already was shot. But I want to go find these kids and go, listen, guys. Before you know, you're going to be 49 and going, what the fuck did I do with my life? Now, I need to give a big shout-out. I listen to Rocks. Rock gave a lot of love to me, the sports guru. I always forget what he called The nickname, he gives, gives me a nickname, which I'm blanking on right now, and he'll, uh, the Jewish prince, the, I don't, you know, I can't remember. But gave much love to Peanut. Yeah, listen, I miss the days of WFDU, HG2, with the Rock. With Rock. And, uh, you know, we would talk sports and all that stuff, so I would love to go on a show, but he's on freaking... One to four in the morning, on a Friday nights, Saturday mornings. It's tough. It's tough. So I'm going to get on my show. I told told him about you know. I said let's get this going. 
This is Gumbo. Also, Gumbo Chef, this is his last weekend of his show. Linger. Go see it. King College. I highly recommend it. It's really good. And he just got cast in another show in outside Westchester, which he said is it's kind of interesting. He said it's kind of like the same kind of play that the one he just did. A little different. I mean, different storyline, but kind of the, something happens to uh, two sets of families. I was like, all right, you know, so I will go see that one. I think that's going in bits of terror. But Rock, much love. And Peanut is Peanut was barking this morning <laughs> and just ready to go at uh, 6.40 this morning. And I was up middle of the night, couldn't sleep. So I put on a show on, from TNT on Hulu called Claws, where there's an actress who I was in love. I've always been in love with her. And it takes place at a nail salon, but they're also dealing oxycodone and everything. And uh, it takes place in Florida. It's really good, man. I'm telling you, I almost watched Claws and turned off because it's so it's so hard to watch Last Chance You. It's just so painful to watch these kids. You just want to shake them and go, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like Steeler fans and all are pissed off Le'Veon Bell because he uh, posted his rap album instead of reporting to a training camp. Listen, this guy is a very short window and he's not going to pay what they're going to get paid. He just saw Gurley got $45 million guaranteed. I just saw Julio Jones was going to hold out. They gave him, they restructured his Con is uh, he was going to make fourteen point two five this year about, which was ninth out of all wide receivers. So I guess they raised his yearly. O- OBJ is must be drooling because the money he knows he's going to make if he if he stays healthy this year. That's the thing; these guys can get hurt in an instant. Look at Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann's going to play another couple of years. All of a sudden, one day, play him on another football. LT hits him, and his career's done. It's over like that in an instant, and it could happen like that. So these guys have to make the money while they can. And I I think Le'Veon Bell's like, fuck, I'm not going to get hurt. I still. I, 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 there is a, I am, I am deservedly, I deserve a certain pay, 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 pay raise, a pay, a pay scale, whatever you want to call it. And I, CJ McCollum has a podcast and he said he was going to told uh, Kevin Durant that, you know, uh, we're going to compete with you. You know, we can, we can win a title next year. And he's just shot him down and everybody's like talking about, you know, Oh, what a burn. It's like, dude, why is that a burn? You're, you're two time. You've won three of the last four titles. And no offense to the Blazers, but there's a lot of t- you know, Lakers. Lakers got got uh, got LeBron. You have well, I, I don't think the Spurs anymore. You got Houston, Carmelo, Ath- Carmelo Anthony. Uh, but the, the team, hopefully, Chris Paul can stay healthy for for the playoffs. They took them seven games. I don't even think of the Blazers in that equation. Don't even think. And you have freaking the Pelicans who made the second round of the playoffs. They could get better. Anthony Anthony Davis could get better, and they 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 added a boogie to the freaking mix with Golden State. So they're talking about the burn, and then Gumbo Chef sent me a video of a guy with that Drake song crashing into. I, I couldn't even watch it. I was like, dude, I don't need to watch this stuff. It's just it's just stupidity, stupidity everywhere. Just and they had a video of Shaquille Griffin. Oh. New York has agreement in place to acquire starter J.A. Happ from the Blue Jays. Huh. Yeah, Shaquem Griffin hitting his first sled. But how about this? Yankees, I don't know who they're going to give up for J. Happ, but that's going to be good. So Yankees haven't had a home run in five games. We're talking about this could be, uh, you know, like, oh, they haven't home. Listen, sometimes you got to win with a small ball. You know, you can't win always with the long ball. They lost two or three in Tampa Bay. They never play well in Tampa Bay. They're going to come home for a long a long homestand. They play tonight. Mets Mets won their first series since May. They'd lost they'd lost seventeen series in a row. They won their first series since May. Yeah, Giants talk 
plan to talk contract with Beckham. I thought, okay. And Conor McGregor and Brooklyn got a plea deal, no criminal record. Soft remark. So Royals are playing the Yankees tonight and the Mets play the Pirates. Pirates had won 11 in a row. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Katie, look, you know, just, I don't really, do you really care? Yeah, criticism of Durant signing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, McCollum said uh, Durant shouldn't have went there. Eh. Yeah, he used the word soft to describe Durant's decision to join the Warriors. I still think the B word is harsh and shouldn't be used. He know he know that decision was soft, but I respect it. It's like getting jumped with your brothers by a gang you should have beat then joining the gang that jumped you and your brothers two months later and forgetting about your bros. So, yeah, yeah. So Durant responded, so I would get into a gang fight, lose, plot on my brother for two months in our home, and then go get the gang we lost to and beat him up. You think that low of me, CJ? I just did your fucking podcast, Snakes in the Grass, boy, I tell you. (laughs) Then he tell you, yeah. He goes, there's no food, y'all. Got to chill. It was simply an analogy. I'm done speaking on KD and the Warriors because it's childish of me to do so and soft will be taken out of context. Context. I've always said I feel what I've always said what I feel, but we all know I've never been a it's an emoji. Oh, a snake. Back to the grind. Okay, whatever. Uh, whatever. Listen. Listen, I don't I, it sounds more like jealousy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you go to a great team, you're more jealous. But I'll tell you, he put them over the hump. I'll tell you he was dominant in last year's final and he was dominant in this year. I mean, He's a hell of a player, man. On Mission Impossible 3. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. They're saying, is Bartolo Colon a Hall of Famer? Well, 546 games started. Average of a Hall of Famer is 507. 245 wins. Average is 270. 407 ERA. Average is 301 for Hall of Famers. And 2,500 Ks. Average is 2,285. Well, it's also longevity. He's been playing for freaking forever. What are you going to do? I don't know. Just some of this stuff is out of control, man. It's just out of control. Yeah, and you know, the Yankees did not play well yesterday. But Sessa pitched, you know, shut up five innings, and then he gave up a couple home runs. So the Yankees couldn't do any long ball, but then the... Then the... Yeah, they don't play well in Tampa. For some reason, they never play well in Tampa. Just not their place. Oh, and how about this? How about this? Uh, Rashard Robinson suspended four games. The Jets cornerback for the NFL for violating the league's substance abuse policy. He was arrested in December for possession of marijuana lace candy, which marijuana should never be. They also Jets traded for the 23-year-old right before last year's trade deadline, sending a fifth-round draft pick to the 49ers after Robinson had lost his starting job in, in the, in, with the Niners. He was also at LSU suspended for 2014 for failed drug tests and poor grades. He would not re-enroll the school because of a June 15th arrest for unauthorized entry into a teammate's apartment. What are you going to do, huh? Yankees are now... and then we, You know what? Listen. I don't know why weed is illegal. 
It's interesting. I was talking to the moms today. She said since weed was legalized in Colorado, she said that the, the state has changed in a lot of respects. Where it used to be kind of like Boulder was like the hip, kind of all like uh, was the place if you wanted to go and have some fun, I guess. Where now it's legalized all over the state. She said it's brought in a little, I guess, a little riffraff. Oh, I thought that was kind of interesting. She said, uh, "It's you know, so from someone who grew up there, it's kind of interesting." She said how much it changed. It just popped into my head. Yes, yeah, so a Yankees. And Nathan Avaldi is now a Red Sox. Glaber Torres went 0 for 3 with a run scored first game back with the Yankees. Yeah, she said, "Is this really news? Do we really care that uh, McCollum and D- Katie get into an argument?" I don't know. And Portland also has an advance past the second round of the playoffs since 2000. Not, you know, listen, they're not going to ever. They're not going to compete with them. <laughs> so last year they were a three seed, and uh, Duran has said, uh, "How do you play like an eight seed?" He goes, "You know, I'm only saying this because you be shooting little shots at the Warriors and at me all the time. So this is my time to throw a little jab at you." Hmm. So they want Jets, Giants want to keep the focus on football. OBJ, let's keep it on. Uh, hey, yeah, focus on football and listen. They, yeah, they want to get a deal. Oh, and I fucking love Jerry Jones. Love him. Said his players will stand on the field during the national anthem in the upcoming season. He made the announcement Wednesday. He said the players cannot stand in the locker room before the game. Wonderful. <laughs> Last year, September 25th, against the Cardinals, the Cowboys said the team kneeled in unity and not in protest. Our policy does use stand on the anthem, toe on the line. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Hey, it's your, it's your team. Hey, also, he brought up uh, Papa John's founder and former CEO, John Schnatter, who used the N-word during a May conference call, said he wouldn't distance the team from the pizza franchise. Why? He goes, the Cowboys are the face of Papa John's. Sure, John would want to do over. Because they, Jones also owns 120 Papa John's franchises in Texas, according to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Uh, wonderful. They have their first practice today. Love them. Love them. Love Okay, we're going to stand. Hey, he's the owner. It's his team. He can do what he wants. I guess the kneeling was just a one-time thing. And you know what? Papa John's, hey, wish we, you know, sometimes we all wish we had a do-over. Like uh, Gunn got fired from um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 for some comments he made on Twitter. Can you just all stay off... Can you stay off Twitter when you feel like you're going to say something fucking stupid? I mean, now you're getting fired over shit you say on social media. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Hey, if Vince Carter, one year, $2.4 million deal with the Hawks, be starting his 21st season, he scored over to, almost, he's, he's approaching 25,000 career points. He's also going to be with Trey Young, the first round pick this year, and John Collins from last year. So Carter was drafted on June 24th, 1998, three, three months before Young was born, September 19th, 1998. Eight-time All-Star. He'll be joining his eighth team. He averaged 5.4 points per game with the Kings last season. Hey, I saw him playing college. 21st year. You got to love it. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. And Albert Pujols hit his 631st home run to pass Ken Griffey, sole possession of, sole possession of sixth place Wednesday off uh, – James Shield, last night off James Shield, they, they would uh, win 11-3 over the White Sox. 
Actually went 430 feet, his longest home run of the season. 18th of the season. First since homering twice on July 12th. Yeah. Actually went and, you know, just cut off the DL Monday and went home his first two games back. So now he's behind Bonds with 762, Aaron 755, Babe Ruth 714, Rodriguez 696, and May 6. The only three ahead of him. He still has three years left on a 10-year, $240 million contract he signed with in 2012. Three years left still. The Yankees, in their five games since the All-Star break, they have just one homer. They're fewest in a five-game stretch since June 10th through 15th, 2016. So it's the first time they did not homer in a series of at least three games since September 2nd through 4th, 2016. Have to adapt, man. Can't always rely on that uh, long ball. And also, how about this? Sergio Romo yesterday, in the eighth inning, pitched in the eighth, then played third. They moved to third for the first out of the ninth, then got the last two outs of the game. He goes, do I get credit for a hold and a save? He goes, that was cool. I can now say that I played third base in a major league game. And he said he actually threw his first pitch for a ball. I said, hey, get locked in again because he was so pumped from playing out of the field. And I like what Boone said. He said, hey, we have to move on quickly and go get home and kick off a nice home stand. I know our bats will start coming around. We're close to breaking free, close to breaking out. I agree. Listen, take some time. Now, this was cool. Billy Witts in the New York Times. So Cal State Fulton in 2004, they were floundering midway through their season. They were on the pace to become the first losing team in the program's history. So they had a team meeting, and the players were brought before a, 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 a guy that looked like he had a William, William Wilford Brimley mustache. You know the guy who's diabetes, diabetes commercials? The man was Ken Revisa, a kinesiology professor at the university. So he said, forget, he got right to a point. He said, forget the last game, forget the last play, and forget the excuses. And he actually left the players with a miniature toilet small enough to fit in the pocket of a baseball glove. And it was a metaphor to flush away a bat at bat, a poor pitch, or a feeling mistake. They all thought it was pretty funny. A, a toy, Kurt Suzuki, the team's captain, who is now a veteran catcher with the Braves. But as we bought into it, it really helped. So they ended up going, they ended up, so Revisa actually died this month at age 70 of a heart attack. He left a lasting impact on the team, which also included Los Angeles Dodgers third baseman Justin Turner and P.J. Uh, Pilater, who is now the Yankees' assistant hitting coach. Now, he's a co-author of two baseball psychology books, worked for years with Chicago Cubs' Joe Madden, manager, and is considered a trailblazer along with Charlie Mayer of the Cleveland Indians and Harvey Dorfman in bringing the mental game into Major League clubhouses. Now, Suzuki was responsible for the safekeeping of the toilet that Cal State Fulton, Fulton kept in the dugout before each game. He performed the task all the way to the final game of the College World Series, which they won, and the championship rings are engraved with the words that drove them next pitch. And in the 1980s, Madden, then a minor league instructor with the Angels, began working with Revisa. Madden had long argued that the mental component of baseball is the sixth tool for which players should be evaluated, along with running, throwing, fielding, hitting for average, and hitting for power. I agree. Mental makeup's a lot, a big part of it. Okay, so they got... Brandon Drury went to the Jays and left field prospect Billy McKinney, who was a first-round draft pick for Jay. Okay, so they didn't give up Frazier. They didn't have to give a lot. Not a lot. And then George Horden, who was the coach at Cal State for Alton in 2004, is now the University of Oregon uh, baseball coach, said the same tools he is teaching my players to handle the stress of the baseball could be used in a job interview, exams if you had a bad day or a bad week. Nine 
nine out of 10 things might be terrible in your life or your game, but he would get you to identify the one thing you are doing well and always had a way of making you feel there was something you could do, you could go, you could go to. He wouldn't allow you to wallow in your pity. Very interesting. And when they won the World Series two years ago, one of Raviz's proudest moments was the pep talk. I've talked about this. Jason Hayward gave to his teammates while they were waiting at a rain delay. The just forget about any, anything bad that happened that night, like blowing a late lead and play like the team that had the best record in baseball. They ended up went, going back and winning the damn championship. So that's very, I thought that was really interesting. And then it's interesting, that spring training, he had, for the Cubs, he had gathered them on the field where he lined up 162 baseballs plus about a dozen more and separated them with seven bats. The objects represented the number of games the Cubs would play over the course of the season, including the playoffs and the bats divided them by months. You know, it brought that, so Adam Warren, who was a Yankee at the end of the season but spent half of the season with the Cubs, said, you know, how long the season is, how, yet how individual it is, and how each game means something. For an athlete, it's easy to say, forget about that or focus on the next pitch or one game at a time. But if you have something visually that you can see that symbolizes that and resonates, it's going to stay with you as opposed to something you hear and then forget about two minutes later. You know, and Tanaka, for the Yankees, has an inscription in Japanese on the inside of his glove reminding him to pitch like a warrior. Luis Severino wrote paciencia, patience in Spanish, on the bill of his cap last season to slow him down. Very interesting. And Suzuki stands in the batter's box, readying himself for each pitch, his routine, which he traces back to college. He fixes his gaze on the trademark of his bat and takes two deep breaths. I thought that was really interesting. He goes, you can always hear him in the back of your mind. Flush it, let it go. Pretty cool, right? I thought that was pretty freaking cool. I don't know, just reading that and just like, you know, it is sometimes... I remember in college, some football player wrote something when I was in grad school. He said, nothing exists except this moment. It's hard to get, kind of like let it go sometimes, but you have to let it go sometimes. You have to, you know, you, sometimes you just have to kind of just, yeah, let it go and not, uh, not let it uh, and, and keep going. So I thought that was a very interesting article. Yeah, yeah, I, re- I really, it stuck with me. It really did. Yeah. Now, when uh, Dave Gettleman's cancer reportedly in remission, that's good. Mayfield signs a four-year, thirty-two point six eight rookie deal with the Browns. That's all guaranteed. And justify triple crown winner retired because of a bad ankle. How about that? Going to be put out the stud. That sometimes happens, though. Gruden and Khalil Mack haven't spoken once since he took over as Raiderhead's coach. He's going to hold out, too. So is Earl Thomas. And Adam Jones of the Orioles said he likely will have no trade rights to a contender, but wants to keep door open to for a potential return. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Earl Thomas, hold out with the Seahawks, could go into the regular season. Unless he gets a trade or a new deal, but probably going to get traded. Cowboys are just... Hey, and the Hawks... Uh, Atlanta Hawks is going to drop concession prices. You can get a beer and a bottomless popcorn for nine bucks. That popcorn is so fucking salty. I would never want to eat it anyway. And White Sox deal two-time All-Star reliever Joachim Soria to the Brewers. All right. Yeah, Seahawks cut former second-round pick Malik McDowell, which isn't good. And uh, Cam Chancellor was put on a physically unable to perform list, officially ending his career. When you, when, you, when you get rid of a second-round draft pick, that doesn't bode well for the franchise. 
All right, let's get to trivia questions. All right, yesterday's trivia question. Most wins by a pitcher drafted number one overall. Mike Moore won 161 games. That's the most wins ever by a number one pitcher in Major League Baseball. He went number one in the 1981 draft. Okay, there has been one overall, number one overall draft pick. Okay, name the only number one overall pitcher drafted. The only pitcher drafted number one overall in the Major League Baseball draft to win a Cy Young. Name the only number one overall pitcher drafted number one to win a Cy Young. All right? So somebody's got to watch Last Chance to You and tell me what you think because it's tough to watch, man. It really is. Football is starting. Sam Darnold, I don't think he signed his deal yet. I haven't read anything that he officially signed his contract. Giants, OBJ, ready to play. I know Harris can't wait for some football. All right, folks, I got to get ready for work. Have a great day. Peace out. Talk to you soon. Rock, I love you. Gumbo Chef, kick ass this weekend.